Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in 76ers with your hosts, former 76ers point guard Eric Snow and two Sixers fanatics in Marcus and Tasia Dash. Believe in 76ers is presented by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is your number one source for all your sports betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. If that was him as the GM. But... That should also be a GM. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> All right. So we're ready. <clears throat> All right. So three, two, one. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in 76ers podcast. I'm Marcus Dash here with legendary 76ers point guard Eric Snow and my brother Tasia Dash. Last week we were talking about, you know, uh, you know, are we exceeding expectations? And since that topic, I think we, we, we're on a losing streak since we even discussed exceeding expectations or whatnot on the season. So 0-2 and since that uh, topic. Hopefully we get uh, back on track, but we're going to kind of get dive into uh, what's kind of gone wrong over the last uh, few games for um, our guys. But how's everyone doing? I'm doing good. You? Good. Waiting for these uh, playoffs to start. Yeah, NFL playoff season. It's a nice, nice little, uh, little spot before you know we got to kind of get into the heat of like the NBA stuff with it. With the, I think it, it times out perfectly because you go playoffs and then I think it that's done right before trade deadline approaches for yeah, basketball. Well, the, so. play, the NFL playoffs are disappointing, you know, from a standpoint of the seeding because we have the second best record, um, you know. For the most part, we had the second best record, and we were fifth seed. That's disappointing how they do that. I mean, I, I, mean, I still think you, your Browns are still NBA, good. you know, you can, you can, you can have that record, and you won't be a fifth seed. You're talking about your Browns, right? So, so. Who else am I supposed to be talking about? <laughs> I don't know if you were saying Philly, like we, like the Eagles or something. <laughs> Yeah, Philly's my second. You know, they're my second. Okay. Team. Yeah, my I just wanted to make Philly sure. team second. Sixers is first. All the other Philly teams are second. Okay. Um, okay. So, so you got love for the Eagles, but you're when you say we, it's Browns. We. Y- yeah. Okay. No, I'm just I'm just clarifying that for everybody. Is something wrong with that? I mean, no, the, no, no, no. Eagles no. number one for you. We've had no. It is not. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> okay, that's my point. Yeah. No, no, I'm just, yeah, I'm just making sure. Yeah. I'm saying the basketball say, Sixers is number one. All yeah, yeah, that's our we. Say it again. That's our we. Our we is at the Sixers. That's our we there. So, um, but yeah, how do you feel? Just to real how do you feel about that of the Eagles matchup against the Bucks? That uh, Texans station. I'm sorry, uh, Browns. Browns or the Eagles? What you talking about? I, I know. I, I confuse myself. I confuse myself. I mean, it's I mean, it's it's the playoffs, man. You can't you're gonna play somebody that's, that made the playoffs. So, I think it's a for us. We play no, who, who we play? We play the Texans. Texans, yep. Yeah, they they playing well. I mean, we just beat them. 
Um, Straw didn't play, and you know that's a big difference. So, winnable game. It's also a losable game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, you got to play. It's the playoffs. I mean, teams made it for a reason, and you got to play. So, hopefully, yeah. we pull it out, and hopefully, the um, who y'all play the Chiefs? I mean, who y'all play? Ooh, Dolphins. Good luck. You see, they got a more accurate. We do know that they got a more accurate quarterback. <laughs> you see the weather for that game? Yes. Oh boy, zero with is feeling it, like is, negative. Is that, is that a is that a is that a definite weather, or is that just a report right now? It, it seems likely. Are they firm? Are they firm? Is not going to get any better. I, I think it earlier this morning I saw a report that said anywhere from it's going to real feel like anywhere from like negative twelve to negative twenty four. So it's going to be bad regardless. So the game is Sunday or it's Saturday eight. Saturday, Saturday eight. night. Oh, it's a night game. Night game. Ooh. I know. They were really sticking it to Miami yes. by by scheduling a night game. Dolphins fans are uh, trying to get the NFL to move the game to uh, Indianapolis in a neutral site. So there's a petition online. Yeah, there's a petition online from Miami fans trying to move the game to Indianapolis, citing the the Bills game from like last year where they moved it because the uh, that snowstorm, and they're trying to they're trying to get them the NFL to move the game they as well. Did do that? I forgot they did that. No. I forgot they did do that. <laughs> I forgot about that. But it's a it's a seven o'clock local game. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, seven p.m. Six degrees. Yeah, yeah. that's on the high side. I heard that's not even. No, nah, six degrees, but that's not real feel though. The real feel is going to be negative if it's six degrees. Oh yeah, yeah. it's going to be negative double digits feeling. You know, it's like 20, 20, 30 mile per hour winds. Oh man. Yeah, it's going to feel good. Mahomes puts on his little turtleneck. He'll be all right. <laughs> it's gonna feel good. <laughs> get the get the hand warmers going. He'll be all right. That's nah, tough, it, man. That's the kind of game you watch and you feel cold watching it. It's not even in Buffalo. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see what that wet weather is the following week if they make it past Pittsburgh. Um, I, I think yeah, the Browns are the only the only away team that's a favorite this weekend. Mm-hmm. Eric. So that, that bodes well for you. The Eagles aren't. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they are, they are too. Yeah, and the AFC side. They're the only uh, okay. road AFC team that's um, a favorite. But yeah, the Eagles are as well. Both both your teams. I mean, it, it doesn't shock me that we favor. I mean, that doesn't shock me. Not that it mean anything, but yeah, it doesn't. That doesn't shock me. Um, you know, we did both your teams are the road favorites, Eric. <laughs> is your team favorite? Is your team favorite? They should be favored by a lot more than that. That's for damn sure. They we're only favored by three. Three and what, a half. What are you favored by? Three and a half. half. Three and a You half. think they should be favored by more than three and a half? With 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 they have like seven guys out on defense and it's negative twenty degrees. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, but you haven't really been playing. Neither plus neither one of those teams are playing that well though. Neither team's playing well. Miami's not playing well. I know, but they got a more accurate quarterback. They got a more <laughs> accurate quarterback. More accurate. 
and the best receiver on the field. Who limps off the field every time he catches a ball. Yeah, he's still a little but in, how, how are those how are those muscles? I don't know. People been saying y'all best in -20 degree weather. I don't know, but y'all I mean it, you know the word is y'all best um pass catcher um you know since all this in um you know what is it? Swift. all this attention has come his way, he's no yeah. longer the same guy either. <laughs> I knew I knew there was gonna be a swift comment coming. <laughs> All right. But you said that's that's what the word says. I know I mean, that I is the word. That's the word out there. But, I know. D coordinator just saying two, two, three guys at my at uh, at Kelsey, uh, doubling and tripling them like he's never seen before. That's a lot of that attention. Yeah, that's what. Uh, yeah, but that's not the attention uh, I'm talking about. I know it's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're giving him that swift attention on the field. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but uh, we kind of mentioned at the beginning of the show about how it's, our Sixers have uh, not looked the best uh, recently. Um, so Friday night, ESPN, we got our butts kicked at home by the New York Knicks. And our butts kicked against Utah without Embiid. Um, and uh, Nick Nurse was not happy at all about it. Had a whole uh, scathing thing about it. And we got the quote right here. Um, obviously, the easy way out is to say, oh, we're beat up and we don't have enough people. But I can't accept that as a coach. There's a way we want to play regardless of who's out there, and that's what I gotta that's what I gotta do uh to make sure to nip it. Do you guys agree with uh Coach Nurse on uh what he's gotta say about the uh, last two games? Um yeah, I'm big on not making excuses for when you don't play well or guys being out. That's why you got a team. So you gotta figure it out. Yeah, you don't have your best player. Yes, that that matters, but um, the games, the schedule, still you still got to play the games. So you got to find a way to win a game. You got to find a way to be productive um, when guys come out. I mean, if not, then if a guy get injured in the playoffs, he may say, "Oh, well, we just forfeit. Let somebody else take our place." But mm -hmm. like, well, you can't you can't make the excuses. You got to play. So I'm not for all that, all those, all that complaining when the guys are out. I don't, I don't, I don't get that. But I don't think people care. I mean, you look at the standings, and they put the standings in there based on wins and losses, and they have no, no column that says, "Well, this game, Joel and other guys didn't play." <laughs> that doesn't exist. Those are so fan excuses. Find a way to get it done. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Like it's, they don't have a column for that. No, 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 no. They they have us to say that for them. Actually, be like, well, I'm he didn't play. That's why. That's why we lost, right? Yeah. And you guys, and your your team in the playoffs, didn't you guys win? How many games did AI miss that playoffs? He missed one, right? No. One or two? He didn't miss any. One. I think he missed. I mean, he won. I think he missed that one in Milwaukee. Was a game five, and you won a game, right? No, Look it up right we now. lost. We 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 almost won. I think it was game three. We lost game two and three. I think it was three. He we almost won, or either four, three or four. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, you lost Milwaukee. That one. We almost won. Yeah, it was game one, was one, two, three. Game three. 
yeah. game three. Because we the had first lost, one, um, it was the first one at Milwaukee. Two. Yes, and then we and then we lost game two, and then we ended up winning game four when he came back. Yep. Yep. But hey, I mean, you yeah, lost by six. I, I, that's the game I rebroke my ankle. Game four. The one he came back. Mm-hmm. When I rebroke it, and then game five is when they announced that it was broken. But it happened in game four. Sam Cassell, the same um, Zaza rule. I landed on his foot. Ah. It happened both times, and it happened with um, David Wesley the, the year before, and when when the first time it happened. Oh. Second time it happened was well, Sam did it. Same exact play. And you know, like people say all those dirty plays. Like we didn't never really seen that as dirty plays because like we were all taught to contest the shot, you know, when guys went up. Like that's how you were taught to play to t- contest. Like we weren't taught to, you know, watch his landing. Like no one were trying to get people hurt, but that's not what the conversations were about as far as contest. It was all defense were, you know, get under him, contest. Um, hand in the face, like I'm glad they put it in. <laughs> Wish the rule was in when, when we played. Yeah, yeah, it might have saved your second one if it happened after the Wesley one. Yeah. Do you do you think they put it in because the Zaza one was so high profile and in the playoffs, or do you think it was just happening at a, at a higher rate? I never really thought about that before. Yeah, it was probably it was it was it was more attention was being brought to it. It, it wasn't it wasn't something that had never happened in a while. I've, I've been accused of doing it, um, and I and I can tell you that honestly, I've never. And I don't even know how to intentionally do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, so the way to clean it up is just make people focus on it, and mm-hmm. and that's how you do it. So, okay, you. Don't close out like this. Don't do this. And you practice it. Sort of like what Tom Brady was saying, like, you got to practice throws where guys will get hit or you got to practice getting like the whole thing. Like if you put it in ruling and guys will abide by the rule and, and practice that way. So they won't practice closer closeouts to a shooter. So now you kind of know I have to give them room. I have to give them space to land. And that's what you'll do based on what the rule allows. And it still happens, which goes to show you how hard it is to avoid it sometimes. It's hard. It's, it's hard if, you, if you're trying to contest because, say, for instance, you're contesting not even a guy like Kevin Durant. That's not even fair. Like, um, just a guy that's Trey taller Young. than you. So oh, if I'm okay. like Nicholas, you know, like Tobias, for instance, who's not as tall as KD, but if a, if a guy is smaller trying to contest him, if, if, if you aren't the closer you, the further away you are, like you're not really, you're not imp- impacting his shot at all. Yeah. And you're taught not to jump because you don't, that's bad defense. Yeah. And ironically, Embiid hurt his leg or ankle falling on someone's foot. That was a layup. So it's even, it's different, but still. I'm actually surprised. I say this all the time. I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often. As big as basketball players' shoe sizes are, and all of them jammed in the paint, I'm surprised it doesn't happen all the time, like five times a game. They don't really 
they don't contest at a higher as as a high rate like they used to. Guys contest yeah. now and they kind of run to the side. You know, they'll run do you think, to the like, side. Or rebounds in the paint, really like grabbing a rebound in the paint. I'm just surprised it doesn't happen like every other play. I, I'm amazed at that. Just think of this. Think of the yeah, space. I mean, but people sort of you get it. You understand it. Like when people jump and have the space to jump, like you're not in position. If someone's jumping and they're rebounding, if you come into that position, you'll hit them before they land. So it won't just be they land on your feet because you'll hit them before they come down. So it'll mm-hmm. be more of whether you knock them off where they falling forward, guys falling on their arms and legs and all that, falling off balance. More yeah. so than them landing on your foot. That's usually more. That's usually more in a jump shot with a contest, or a guy running and you step on your foot or something like that. More so yeah. than a rebound. That's true. Um, as far as going back to your question, Marcus. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I I agree with Nurse's comments. Um, especially when you play teams like the Jazz, who are playing better. They're playing really well as of late, but you should be able to win some of these games even without Embiid. You know, like we shouldn't, A, getting blown out with him with the Knicks, although that game was crazy. They had more made three-pointers in the first half than we had attempted. Like they were just, they were on fire. They couldn't miss that game. That was like they're like, okay, forget about it. Game's over game. Um but the Jazz, you should be able to pull that kind of game out. If you're an elite team, you want to be considered an elite team, even without your best player, um, you guys need to show up for it and beat, you know, inferior opponents. So, and, and, and it's basketball. Every other game, someone's out. Like, so you can't go around saying, oh, we should we should lose this game because so-and-so's out, or we should win this game because so-and-so's out, you know. It's fair. You know, a lot of the Villanova guys back in Philly too. You know, Hart, Brunson, DiVincenzo, all those guys are back. You know, thriving on the on the Philly crowd. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, there are three guys from that. Yeah, that's true. Get some juice in that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that kind of leads us into our, our next question. Speaking of Embiid's injuries and excuses, uh, so Embiid has missed the five out of the last seven games with the Sixers going three and four over that stretch. Joel was seen with a really thick wrap over his knee, which is starting to make Sixers fans nervous. You should, you should have seen Sixers Twitter yesterday. It was rough. Everyone very scared. Is he talking ankle injuries, and now we're talking knee injury? Uh, I don't I don't know. Um, but uh, he's already considered doubtful for tomorrow's game against the Hawks. So I got a couple of questions for you guys. Um, how nervous are you for Embiid's, over Embiid's recent injuries? We got ankle, and now we're talking knee. Um, and does this put even more pressure to make a deal sooner rather than later to take some of the weight off of Embiid's shoulders. Or knee. Yeah. <clears throat> um, interesting, because maybe a week or so ago, you probably thought differently. Um, the fact that he's getting close to the threshold of number of games missed, and he's still missing games, um, tells me that the injury is probably more significant than what's being said, unfortunately. Yeah. <clears throat> um, because you're taking away those quote-unquote luxury games at the end of the season where guys don't play. Yeah. Um, 
So I, I don't know how it can be done, but I mean, I think you need to have something in place, whether it's on the team or something you add to make up for as much as possible for Joel being limited. That may have to be addressed. And I don't say out, I'm just saying limited. Um, I don't necessarily <coughs> know you have to say you need to go get a, a five-man or a center, but something where you may have to address him missing the game or so. And, and how can you make up for that? Um, but I would say I'm a little more on the worried side than I was a week or so ago. Because I, I, like I said before, I, I do think that with him getting to that threshold, that's, I know that's not the tell all, but I'm sure he would like to be considered for MVP. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he would like to be considered for that. And the team would like, and the players would like for him to be considered for that. So, um, And it's, we have some games coming up. We just we, The more and more we play on national TV, the more and more better teams, still a lot of teams out there that we haven't played very much that we still have to play. We still have to go out west. And and so, we, you know, it's – and we don't have that big of a cushion from the teams behind us. Mm-mm. It's tight. We're close to the teams in front, but the teams behind us aren't that far back. So home court can – you know, it's still important. And this stretch run, I mean, we're in January. I mean, we're you know we're in January, so it's for for the most part three months of the season left. Wow, I didn't even realize that we are we are two and a half games above the next one, two, three, four, five teams. The next five teams after us have the same exact that's, record. That's what I'm saying. We're, that's what I was saying. We're not as far in front of the teams behind us as you, as you think we are. Yeah. Wow. Um, bad time to lose two straight, huh? So do you uh, – kind of going on to what you just said, does legit backup big kind of creep up the rankings on what we need to look at and prioritize in the trade deadline? In your in your mind for for all these injuries like a, like a Drummond where we didn't want to waste assets on a a I big name that's, that's what I'm saying like that's 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 what I'm saying like that's what I don't really I don't really know if it's just specifically backup big or just a legit another guy that could win a game for you okay or yeah. you know that can carry you a couple games in addition to. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to necessarily be a big like what, because we may have serviceable bigs that can give us something and play, but then we get our scoring instead of getting it from the big, we get it from somewhere else. So that's what I'm saying. I don't think it necessarily has to be a big, or it's like someone else. Like, okay, you know, we got somebody that we know can be that guy in addition to Maxi, and we can get something from Tobias, and they can win us a playoff game while Joel misses a game or something like that, or he's limited mm-hmm. in the game. So like I said, I don't necessarily think it needs to be a big per se. Cause like there was that report, what, like a week or two ago about the whole, you know, our team's really good. We, maybe we don't have to go after like a, 
a one a type player. We can go after more of like a, 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 a bargain role player, but maybe that changes to maybe going after maybe more of a top heavy type player because of this. Yeah. I mean, if they decide to go that route, I mean, and that all depends on how they're looking at free agency in the, in the summer. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I got to make some decisions. <clears throat> well, There's also a report yesterday um, was that Windhorse said that we're going to be very aggressive. Um, so th- this comes as last week they were saying they were going to wait a little bit, that, you know, but now we're going to be aggressive. So who knows that if those are linked together, this whole NBA injury. So um, I mean, if they say they, then we know it's coming from like who's coming from someone. Like I don't know who's coming yeah. from. Somebody put that yeah. word up there. Yeah. Someone's they. <laughs> Windhorse had a pretty good finger on the pulse of uh, the Sixers move. So I, I definitely think that's coming from in, in the building. Um, I, I think if he misses Atlanta, he'll be nine games away from the uh, threshold, I think is what I read, hmm. um, of not being eligible. I want him to be eligible, but I also don't want to. I mean, yeah, I don't. That's care. what 47, 47 games left. Would it be forty six games left? Yeah, they should be played thirty five so far. So, yeah, it's a good thing he won the MVP last year, so it shouldn't be as big of a thing for him to. I mean, obviously he wants the NFC easy, easy for us to say, though. I know, I know. But at least he's already checked it off his box. So it's like, you know what? The hell, hell for the playoffs is a bigger deal right now than <laughs> MVP. And he says the same thing. He has said that before. So I guess we will see what's more important. Playoff longevity and playoff health or another MVP? Because he said he's won it. Now the, the main – now it's getting to the next round and winning a championship. So I guess we'll have to see how important it is. Um, because I, we'll see. Sure, I want him to win one, but I'd rather him. Like the only thing worse than MB missing a game is by forcing him to play or him forcing himself to play, re-injuring it or making it worse and missing extended time. So I'm up for the cautious approach. Uh, I, I'd love to be cautious up until playoff time. If he doesn't get the MVP because of that, so be it, man. You'll still average almost 35 points a game and like 13 rebounds. It's still one of the best seasons. Just because you play two less than the threshold, okay, you won't you won't be eligible for the award. Um, you know, again, easy for me to say. But uh, I also want to be a little selfish because, you know, Marcus and I are going to – the Tuesday game against the Nuggets at Philly. So if he can sit out the next couple games and be healthy for the Jokic game, I would, I would, I would really that would, that'd be great for for me at least because um, I've gone to five Sixer games and he's played one quarter in those games. One did, quarter. Did, did 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 Joker sit out a game against us or did Joel sit out a game against them? Joel sat out one. He sat out the second one. Yeah, in Denver. Yeah, was that was that the Denver was, one or the Philly one? It was in Denver because it, in Philly he had the, the big, big one. Game. Yeah, yeah, he's had the Denver one. Yeah. But one quarter in five games—that's bad luck. So everyone wants to see you play Jokic. If there's two games everyone wants to see MB play in. It's the Jokic game and it's the Harden game. Yep. So. I'm going to both, and I want to see him in both. 
So let's get it done. <laughs> when when did they Eric... play the Clippers in LA? March. I might go to that game. I yeah. Woo. Oh, <laughs> Sizzler, Eric. Let's go. It's closer. <laughs> Much closer flight, but yeah, I may go. I'll look at the schedule yeah. and see when they come in this way. I think it's mid-March. I want to say it's like March 15th. The LA, you're talking about the LA one, right? Yeah, it's the March 24th. March 24th? Okay. Yeah. No, 20. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Right. Yeah, yeah. Back to back because they play LA, the Lakers right before that. Mm-hmm. And that's a Sunday game, too. Yeah, that's a week. That's a weekend. Yeah, I could probably make yeah. that. A weekend yeah. early game, too. I could probably make that. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's 3 30 game. Um, or 3 30 Eastern Standard Time, so noon. Um, yeah, 12 30. So yeah. they play the Clippers. Yeah, they play them twice in a week. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, we have a one, two, three, four game Western road trip there. And then back to play LA back in uh, Philly. That's a rough stretch, man. That's one, two, three, four, five, six. Six out of seven road games. Go they play the Lakers. I can go to LA that whole weekend. We might go to LA that whole weekend, man. Ooh, play the Lakers there you go. <laughs> yeah, uh, to, to Eric's point about you know you know January and like you know we're starting to get a lot of nationally televised games. Uh, eleven of our next eleven games to finish out the month of January, we have seven nationally televised games. So for those for those of you who didn't get the league pass, you, you got you got free TV, you got free uh, games coming your way. Yep, you got it. So yeah, I hadn't even looked seven. at the schedule. I just I hadn't even looked at the schedule. I just know how the the league has done it in the past. Is they backload a lot of games, especially the national televised games, when the NFL season is games are diminishing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Fr- Friday uh, hosting Kings on ESPN. Monday hosting the Rockets on NBA TV, Tuesday hosting Nuggets on TNT, then the following Monday hosting the Spurs on NBA TV, and then that Saturday on the 27th uh, we go to Denver uh, on ABC, and then that Monday host are going to Portland, NBA TV, and then that Tuesday on TNT going to Golden State. Why so, they put that Portland game on there? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe because they didn't – maybe because Lillard hadn't been traded yet, and they're like, you know what, he might still be there. That's a rough, that's a rough it's road late. trip too. It's five it's straight road games. No, that's a late it's a late game though. So you got to remember that's a later game. Oh, that's true. They want just people to watch NBA on the West Coast in later in later. Uh, that's true. Time slot. Yeah. Share the NBA love. Let everyone get to watch him before he is ineligible for the NBA. But that's what they, <laughs> they got two. They got both of their TNT games. Um. A week of uh, two weeks apart on Tuesday, they both play on Monday. That'll be interesting. Oh, yeah. I didn't yeah. notice that. Yeah, you're right. Back to all, back. Back to back, all on, on tev- television. That's yes. pretty crazy. So, yeah. The the reason you know they'd play. rather him sit against Houston and play Denver, and you know they'd rather him sit against Portland and play Golden State. Yeah, that's why I said most most of those. Um, and you played the Nuggets the Saturday before. Yeah, before the Warriors. So that's a that's a tough stretch. That's yeah, that's three and four nights. They mm-hmm. usually, they, you know, they don't usually do that very often. 
There's some Sixers conspiracy theorists online who'd say the NBA wants us to lose on national television so we can be the laughing stock of the league. So <laughs> <laughs> there are I've already seen in this year people like, wow, we've already had this many back to backs already, and it's like it's crazy. Like other teams it, don't it, have this. It, it is weird back to back on television like that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't I don't think it's a giant conspiracy theory. No, no, I'm see not the I'm Sixers not lose in, on national television. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, so a lot of national televised games coming up here. It's gonna be gonna be fun. Um, yeah, a lot of box office games between Jokic, Clay, Curry, and Embiid. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be good stuff. Um, okay, one of the games that's not gonna be on national national television is our game tomorrow night uh, against the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, but interesting game about this is a lot of rumors coming out about us being interested in some of the guys on the squad, um, Bogdanovich and uh, Dejounte Murray. Um, so. First question, uh, who do you guys think wins this one? We are one-and-a-half-point underdog, and we have a lot of guys who are game-time decisions for this one tomorrow, um, and that uh, is D'Anthony Melton, game-time decision, MB game-time decision, but doubtful. Tobias Harris, game-time decision. Robert Covington, game-time decision. And Furkan Korkmaz, game-time decision. Or you and need then, Bobby Jackson on the court to play in this game. I know. And then uh, on the other side, they only have uh, DeAndre Hunter game time decision and Garrison Matthews as game time decision. So they they'll probably be locked and loaded with some of these yeah. with all their team. Uh, but one and a half point underdog. Um, we this is the third time we played Atlanta. Uh, second time we played them at Atlanta. Uh, we were two and zero on them on the season. Um, both matchups we won by ten more ten or more. Um, but this is the first time we played them this season without Embiid if he doesn't play tomorrow, which is doubtful. So, um, but and also too so game picks. And on top of that, if you had to choose one player not named Trey Young on that squad to bring him over to, to Philadelphia, who would it be between, I mean, obviously DeJounte Murray or Bogdanovich, the two guys who we were rumored to be interested in? Um, I don't think the guys are going to play, and I don't think they're going to win. I don't think. <laughs> I don't, man. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. Um, I don't even think they're going to travel. We're back home on Friday. Yeah, I don't even think they'll travel. Yep. Um, um, probably the young fella, Johnson. I, I like what he's doing in, in Atlanta. Uh, okay, so sorry, not including him either because th- that's the other untouchable player they have on their team. What? what? Yeah, 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 he's untouchable. They, they say he's untouchable. Yeah, they said the, the him and Trey are the only two. They want to build around them too. But, but kudos to you for finding the loophole, Eric. That was that was good. It's a good move. I'm only one by what you said. Yeah, no. Um, I'll probably say Hunter. Really? Yeah. It's going against the grain, huh? Uh no. I want Hunter and Bogey in a in a package. So so Murray's your third on that team. For me, yeah. For me, yeah. I, I would say yes. For me, but I, I don't know. But yeah, I like no, no. I like Murray the most. I'm talking about for us. I mean, I said I don't think he's a good fit for us. Yeah, yeah. But I, but I, if, if we just talking about talent, yeah, I'll take him off the tray. I think I'd say I'm a Murray guy too. It's really tough. I, I love to see if we can make that work. Well, first, let me say we're. I think we're going to lose. Um, uh, you know, that's just it's too much to that's, that's a lot of guys. I know we said no excuses, but come on now. I also said it's for the fans to make those excuses, and I am a fan and I'm making that excuse. Um, so 
The other oh, man, it's tough. I think for what we need in our fit, I'd probably go Bogdanovich. What's Capella's contract? Was curious if we were to go the route of uh, you know going Bogey and Capella or something like that. Is he is he is he making a lot? I think he makes like I want to say like 17, 18 here. Hmm. Somewhere around there. I mean, obviously there's big things brewing with MB's injury if we were to make a trade to get Capella, I think. I mean, so wouldn't be wouldn't, a bad move though. It wouldn't be crazy. He makes yeah, he makes 20 this year and 22 the next year. Hmm. High price backup, man. It's a high price backup. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't be upset if we got Murray and they think they can try to make it work. Um, but I think the most seamless fit would be Bogdanovich for me. No. They showed the um I think it's the best shooters from every area of the court. It was like a, this this uh graphic. And Bogdanovich had like the the wing like two of the wing spots. Really? Yeah. That's, I'd love that. Yeah. Could use that. Yeah. Um all right, so both you guys have us losing this one, and you don't think? Do you think we're, our guys are not going to travel? Do you think all those guys are going to be out, Tasia? I think it'll be about like half of them. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, 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 I hope Tobias plays because I mean I think at least with him he get a lot more shots up and you know boost his value, all kinds of good things. Yeah, I think Melton's going to play. He, he resumed practicing over the weekend and stuff, so um, he might make his return just to get a game in. Oh, hopefully. But all right, fellas. Well, that does it for us. We'll see you guys Friday as we discuss the gauntlet of games we got coming up here with the Kings on ESPN, Rockets on NBA TV, and Nuggets on TNT. So we got lots to discuss uh, on Friday. So we'll see you guys. Hope you guys enjoy the episode. See you, fellas. All right. Take it easy. Later on, guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.